2: by Dallas. the other way behind the back and into and a oh, what a play by Timeout,
3: Phoenix. The great Kevin Harlan with the call. The Dallas Mavericks catching fire. They win their seventh straight game. They beat the Phoenix Suns without Bradley Beal by 10 last night at the double AC. This game started off with Devin Booker doing whatever he wanted. Then Kyrie answered. Man, he had a sweet, sweet layup there in the second quarter. And then the Mavs went crazy from three. It was a 16-0 run to start the third. Luka took over, and he was just, as Reggie Miller said, he was picking the Suns apart with all of his passing. And then Gafford reminded me that he was actually in the game. He made his presence felt as the big man. And uh, Kevin Durant did not get going. His big highlight was pregame going off on these two idiots in the Mavs crowd, these two Mavs fans who called Kevin Durant the B-word. And KD handled it very maturely, did not end up tossing them out of the arena. If they got tossed, would you all have had a problem with it? They cl- they very clearly screamed the B-word at Durant running out for
2: pregame warm-ups. Yeah, that's not right. I, I, can't, I, I wouldn't have tossed. that. That's... I would have tossed for that i i tossed for like racial slurs and uh um, I, I throwing been, throwing things at people
3: i would have been fine with them being tossed for that
4: I uh, no like I, I, I think i
3: think it's different if it's a packed house and you're like in the 10th row but like it was just so intimate there was no one else around them they were there so early got support the team gotta get their heads Throw wow.
4: out, you throw out, like, if can't, it was... You uh, can that, that's toss-worthy If to it me. was constantly belligerent, maybe. But, yeah. like, I mean, to me, it was like, it's it's not right, and Kevin Durant handled it the right way, but to me, it's also, like, they weren't in the right, they were idiots, but I also don't think that's enough to, like, toss them out of a game. I got a podcast. But, I mean, I don't know. I, like, if they should have been tossed out of the game, I should have been tossed out of the first quarter last night. We'll get to that at 8.20. <laughs> first half enough quarters of college. Yeah, yeah half, half whatever. whatever. I
3: cannot, I cannot just... Look at you do that with your legs and just not envision Especially. Like, smoke and steam coming out and the fog after you said you didn't shower last night, sweating in that gym. And you're wearing some, man, that, Ryan, do not zoom in on that. He is airing you're out messy. with some really, really high shorts. Peppy Le so, Oh, God. get this.
2: Him. I bought some fives the other day. What is that? Five inch shorts some
3: fives that's what they call it. Yeah,
2: like so that the length 5 inch inseam on the on the you know on the on the inside 5 inch. Yeah, you really got to get the short short. That's what, that's what the kids wear last night at the game. The You're hoochie 44. You're 44. It's the Hoochie Daddies, man. It's hoochie Daddy shorts, man. Yeah. yeah last night
3: I could tell when you took off that hat after the Tarleton State win, I could tell you were hot. I could burning tell up. burning up. Burning up and I know you didn't shower last night and now you just Lifting that leg up there, Captain Morgan style. You ever
4: see that, that, oh, that, oh. uh, SpongeBob, uh, Krusty Krab meme where it's like just the vibrations on the side and he just looks like rattled? That's what Chop looked like sitting there in just the chaos of everything. It was nuts. It was nuts. Now, listen, did you sleep naked last night? Absolutely.
3: Oh,
2: uh, what? Poor girl. <laughs> just because, just because <laughs> I'm naked next to her doesn't mean that I'm gonna uh, subject her to my advances at all the time it's I, not did the you? advances
3: she but has did to, you? S- no. no she has to sleep next to you after that that stench just airing out from every crevice of your body she was
2: in the same building it was warm in so there there's no
3: way that girl sweat like you did <laughs> no you had a
2: full suit on I had a full suit And a cowboy hat and a cowboy hat now listen the uh the suit jacket was what took the brunt of it my legs my legs I don't feel like got that sweaty I did not sit there think I've got swamp right now. I never thought that at, the, at any point in the game. Oh, you didn't. Pit sweat, absolutely, no ne- doubt about it. Neck, the neck was the worst. I'll bet you what if, neck? Right, exactly <laughs> what neck? I'll bet you though, if you could find a neck, and I had some creases there, there'd be some black marks in there of just dirt. Look at oh, that. That's that <laughs> sweat. Gross. My son, he was his face so
1: fat.
3: Unfortunately, I screwed him over. My fat ass cheeks. Uh, <laughs> we'd have to lift his head up and, like, take a wipe and, and get the crease. <laughs> and then there'd be, a fat, there'd be a dirt
2: crease in my poor boy's neck yeah. and his neck rolls and his chin now, listen, rolls. Listen, I, I took a baby wipe this morning, and I did do my neck and my underarms. Okay. But nowhere else. Yeah, nowhere else. All right, let me
3: ask you this.
4: Uh-huh. I'm bringing Tanactin up here tomorrow, and just, you, you need to put that You're in your Tomorrow, bag. let me ask tomorrow? you. Yeah, tomorrow, yeah, tomorrow. You need, you need
3: to put it in
2: right.
4: If, you wanted to mess around last night
3: when you got home, yeah, would Sarah have? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was. I so was... your stench or whatever your stink would not have been. I don't a no go. Yeah, I don't.
2: I don't think I, I necessarily. I, I didn't smell anything. She would have. She would have told. She has no problem telling me when I stench. She would have told you. She would have told me. Okay. Uh, I think she was willing. I was just. Because uh, you're
3: freaking ESPN Plus star.
2: Yeah, I, I, yeah, right, absolutely. Yeah, I was like, man, I'm, I'm tired. I gotta go to bed. And, <laughs> to bed. You know, I, I, I yeah, you know, I, I, I didn't, I, I, didn't take my blue chew. Yeah. So mm. I, I just wasn't, wasn't, it wasn't gonna work. It wasn't okay. Gonna work.
3: All right. So we'll get back to that at eight twenty. I just had to pause. I literally, to, it wasn't gonna work because yeah, you didn't take your blue it was chew. Not
4: work.
3: <laughs> what else was he referring
4: to? He was talking about the situation wasn't gonna work. I drilled down further. Yeah.
3: And I did not drill down at all. Not Mm. working, yes. Um, Anyway, Allen Iverson (laughs) wanting to give some Dallas Mavericks praise. Talked about Kyrie and the wizardry of him out there on the floor. And AI on the big pod with Shaq said Kyrie probably has the best handles ever in NBA history.
2: Steve Nash was asked recently comparing Kyrie to you. Mm -hmm. And I think he was saying that Kyrie has a more complete handle package. Is that something you agree with? Hell, yeah. He got the best. Kyrie your best.
3: has the best. He's the best. And Steph handle is crazy. But Steph and Kyrie jumper is wet, too. But Steph, his jumper get him over
2: a lot because he hit you with the He's hands so up. so afraid of the jumper. Exactly. Jump. And then he crossed half court. He can let it go. So you think Kyrie has the best handles ever? Ever. Wow. Ever? Who do you think? Kyrie will have you beat and then bring it
3: back. And play with it, like he toy with people. You know what I mean? Like he can he can still just go. You know what I mean? But if if he feel like playing with you, so where's my boy falling into that white chocolate?
0: Yeah, I there That's who I would say had the best handles ever.
3: So that's Shaq throwing uh white chocolate up there from Sacramento. Wow. I have no problem, no problem with anyone saying Kyrie has nope. the best handles ever.
2: No, no problem at all. He is he's a wizard. They they call him no. a wizard for a reason. Peyton, when he says white chocolate, yeah. do you know who that is? No, no idea. That Man. Sacramento that guy, hurt. I think. Yeah. Good. All right.
3: I'm to yes. throw out What do he say?
2: Sacramento guy. I just said Sacramento. <laughs> oh. <God.
1: laughs>
3: see, he knows he, he knows he can get it by you today. He, I mean, mostly every day he can, but especially today, you're in the fog of your crotch. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm going to throw out some other all-time great ball handlers. I want to see if you know who they played for. Okay. Isaiah Thomas. Which one? Well, the old one. Pistons. Yes. Okay.
2: Very, very happy. Dan Marley. He wasn't an all-time that great wasn't handles? He never dribbled. <laughs> that's he, an all-time great uh Never uh, dribbled. Name. All-time great name. We, we're
3: not talking about names. <laughs> listen, We're listen. talking about handles. Not, Tim not, Hardaway
4: Sr. <laughs> Warriors. And? And? Oh.
3: Doesn't matter. That's on, all that Give me that. Killer crossover. Matters.
4: That's all that matters. Good job, Pepe. I'm proud of you. God, Sham God. Yeah, that's what I thought.
3: My, my mic me, was off, sorry. give <laughs> me his
4: college. Give me his <laughs> college. Uh, Syracuse. Close. Oh. That region.
2: Virginia. Not y- Rhode, Rhode Island.
4: Pistol. Close, Providence.
2: Pistol Pete. We'll end with this. Pistol Pete, that's Oklahoma State. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 that's the next guy. Pistol Pete. <laughs> He's technically mean, correct. It is, but. Pistol Pete Marivitt. Marib- oh, I didn't know that. Guy. Okay. Oh. He's at the all-time leading scorer in college basketball history. Oh, Oh,
4: great.
3: <laughs> <laughs> what Do you see the attitude? He's oh, no, that's good. <laughs> I oh, 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 good. Oh, good for you. <laughs> All right. Why is Grant Williams? Yo, need this on the Troutworth.com text line. Let's see how many people blame Luca and Jason Kidd. Why is Grant Williams playing like this in Charlotte? Since going to the Hornets in the PJ, he's playing better than PJ Washington. 15, 8, and 1 in his debut. 21, 4 and 3. Now, Probably not defending better than P.J. right now. 15-10 and 10 with a double-double. And then last night against the Jazz, he had 24 points. He's averaging 18-5-2 and 2 on 49% from the field. 43 from three. 93 from the line. He had a dunk last night where he was hanging off the freaking rim. Grant Williams dunking. The Hornets are 4-0. Since the deal, Mavs are 5-0. What gives? Why is this happening?
4: Refresh. It's the classic refresh. Mm-hmm. It's the change of scenery guy. That yep. seems to impact basketball players more than any other sport really where, the, does. where the change of scenery just kind of wakes them up. or And it sometimes it's temporary. It's short-lived. But, I, I mean, other times it, it's like a legit one. You remember Spencer Dinwiddie got here? It clicked for him. Porzingis left. It clicked for him. Like, guys, generally, it's just it feels like the culture and the surrounding area is as important in the NBA as it
2: is anywhere. A lot of it is. Uh he's he is getting more shot attempts per game. Okay, so that that's helping some of the numbers. Um you know, but like his offensive rating is was a 110 when he was here. It's a 126 there. It's by far the highest of his career. Usually he lives around like the 114 mark. Uh his defensive rating is the highest of his career right now in those four games. Again, small sample, but Bobby's right. I think a lot of it is situational in, in basketball. Like, guys, they get out of the rhythm. They, they, they're they in a spot they don't like, or they don't, they're don't they not with the players not in tune. I mean, that could really impact them.
3: Grant Williams was
2: asked about
3: it last night. Shots fired?
2: It feels like home. It's one of those things that, you know, it's, you feel believed in, you feel loved, and you're just trying to do your best to help the team and
4: help the city. Wow.
3: Still believed in, you feel loved, it
2: feels like home. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, this is I don't think you need to have uh, Sellers' remorse here. He probably would not be doing this here. That so, doesn't look, look like the eighth-best player anymore, Chop. Great yeah. Williams,
4: proving you wrong. He's not right. the
2: eighth-best player on a team. It, 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 here he was. Like, and I don't think it ever would have turned around here. I think it was just – it was quick. As you even said this morning, it was like this usually doesn't happen after nine weeks, but, but it did.
3: By the way – Yeah, it changes scenery after half a season. Yeah.
4: Coop pointed this out to us – Earlier, like when we had him on right after the Great Williams trade, he said, If it was right at the beginning, uh, things would be great. And like, it's easy to forget what Great Williams did at the beginning of the season. He had 17 points, 15, 25, 18. Like the first four or five games of the season, he was playing really well. And people were like, Oh, this is great. He's going to be good. And then it just went downhill from there. So maybe he's just getting his little mm-hmm. four game burst yep. out and it'll be done.
3: All right, so the Mavs getting it done again last night over the Suns. They now own the tiebreaker. They've won seven straight, and they are the sixth seed in the West. Okay, they're only a game back of the Pelicans. Pelicans 8-2 and in their last 10. They've won four in a row. The bad news is if you overtake the Pelicans, you'd be getting Denver right now in a 5-4 matchup. Denver's the four. Minnesota's the one. Um Oklahoma City is the 2, the Clippers are the 3. We all feel like you would rather face Minnesota and the Thunder versus the Clippers or the Nuggets.
2: Yes, okay, so just just think of this like, you know, we we were we talked to college basketball today cuz we were there at the game last night. Well, so much of success in the tournament is not where you're where what, you know, what region you're in. I mean, a lot of it is your talent obviously, but dude, your draw. The draw you get is by far the most important outside factor there is. Your draw. And what upsets happen in that draw. If you could find a way to avoid Denver, by all means, do that.
3: Why Bobby should have been thrown out of the Tarleton State win last night. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
0: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com recommend today.
3: RJ Choppy shouting out the Tolos and Glizzy Balls. The audio from ESPN <laughs> next
2: smith has got the basketball they'll let it run out here they come and the texas fans have upset the number one team in the western athletic conference and the fans are charging the court
3: i do not think you could have scripted a more storybook game or ending rj choppy as the color analyst on espn plus last night for tarleton state's comeback against grand canyon tarleton the underdog down big at half Coming back and storming the
2: court as well. Storming the court. They jumped right over the scores table. A lot of them did. Right next to me. And some some co-ed was like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And we're like trying to wrap up. I'm like, I don't care. It's fine with me. Uh, but yeah, they're jumping up on the table. Uh it was it was it was it was quite the night. It's quite the night. And the whack has tweeted all of us two hours ago. The Western
3: Athletic Conference. You are welcome back anytime. RJ Choppy, Bobby Belt, especially extra Texas neighbors, Abilene Christian, Stephen F. Austin, Tarleton State,
2: UT Arlington, and UTRGV. Hashtag Tolo from the WAC. Yeah, now they're, the WAC, I think, is now based in Arlington. Wow. Um, Look at that, though.
4: Yeah. The Whack knows. The Whack knows. It's far from Whack. Yeah, I did that. Yeah,
3: I'm going to let us slide because you guys are really tired. Uh, Bobby <laughs> was the ultimate teammate last night, even risking ejection. Of getting tossed out of the arena, which we'll get to right after. Some other RJ Choppy highlights or lowlights that Bobby and Peyton yeah. combined for while checking out this game. Uh, where would you like to start, Choppy? I'm gonna give you the order here
2: of one through four. There at the bottom. Oh, okay. I, you know what? Let's do uh let's do number thirteen last. Okay, let's do the uh, let's do the tolo last. So Let's just uh let's just start right off the start here with the guy getting hit in a spot that you don't want to get hit in. Now, Bobby, I don't think you heard this yet, did you? I no, I don't believe so. Okay. This is when you get uh cup check. It's cup check time. Mitch cup check? Best winning percentage in the country. Oh Yeah, he got hit in the spot. Yeah, he is not wearing a cup. That one didn't feel good. More of a baseball thing there, RJ. As uh, Yeah. As they'll take a timeout, just trying to go for the ball there. He needs more than a timeout. Take Man. a look at the replay we here. We're gonna see this. Oh yeah, there oh there it is. Hope he's okay. Moore. He's not headed to <laughs> <laughs> headed to the sideline. The old car keys got him. <laughs> the old car keys? What's that? Yeah. So my kid used to they used to they all do this to each other. They would reach at their uh, at somebody else's crotch, yeah. and like turn the keys. Ah, oh. they call it the car keys. Twist. Did, yeah, this was like they were like five, six years old. Yeah. right? they would do this like kindergarten to other kids. Oh, so oh my, I, I'm surprised.
4: I listening to that cut when he said he when Byron said he was just trying to go for the ball. I was totally expecting you to say, "Well, he got two of them," <laughs> and you didn't do it, and I was a little disappointed you didn't hit
2: that line. <laughs> okay, fair. All fair. right, what do you want after that? Okay. Uh, oh, I tried to r- work in as many youthful references <laughs> as I possibly could. I, what did we already do today, Pay? We already got in the... Uh, the Riz. Riz. Yep, we got in Riz. Uh, so I wanted to make sure I got in that one. Uh, glow Up. I think we got Glow Up on uh, already. So now I wanted to do a reference to somebody's rear end. And here's the replay of the foul to Good Look for Smith. War yeah. throws him to the side there. All over him. But that's what you got to do if you're gaddy. Use your cake. Back him out. <laughs> get him out of there.
4: Use your cake. Butt. Your
2: butt. Uh, Caked up. Uh, so,
4: the second, this was in the second half of the game. Yeah. And I was not. By that point, I, I grabbed a couple of beers. I was starting to be belligerent. So, I was not, like, totally had the earpiece in all the time. But Jay Ochoa had it in. And he, like, tapped me. And he's like. RJ just said cake. He's like, he said he just uses <laughs>
2: cake to push you out there. I was like, all right, let me work that down. Listen, I might, I might have been the first person to use cake on a, on a college basketball game. That's I, good. That I, I, I might be. I, I'm hopeful that I am. Hopeful that I am. Uh, right out of halftime. Byron asked how halftime was because remember before halftime, he talked about me getting a break, a little yeah. bit of a break. Now I had about 16 minutes of halftime, uh, to go say hi to Sarah and Bobby and Jay and and, and Byron's wife. Um, So I did that, and when you get back, he asked how halftime was. I had to drop in another very Gen Z-type reference. I love college basketball. It's it's one of my favorite things. I know it is. I am so happy to be here. Uh, I really appreciate the opportunity to come out here and call this game with you, but, uh, you know, I was able to get a drink of water. had a glizzy at halftime, (laughs) uh, so that was good. Glizzy, a hot dog for those of you that don't know. A dirty water dog. (laughs) <laughs> a dirty water dog.
3: Glizzy sounds like a new, a type of seltzer. It does.
2: A glizzy, oh, it's a fizzy, right? A, Those are fizzy's. A glizzy's a hot dog. That's what, that's what they say. I don't know. I just a dirty water dog. I just learned that not too long ago. Uh, but yeah, glizzy, a glizzy, yeah, glizzy. So we left. Uh, you know, Luke had a basketball game a couple weeks ago, and they were giving away hot dogs at the end. They're like, "Okay, here, look. We have like ten hot dogs left over. Ooh. Just take them if you want them." So Lucas says, "I'm gonna go grab. I'm gonna go grab a glizzy." And I didn't. I didn't think. I didn't. I didn't know what the hell he was talking about. Yeah. And he comes back, and there's there's four hot dogs he's got in his hand. And I'm like, "What's this?" He goes, "I got me four glizzies." Glizzies. You just learned glizzy. Uh, I would thought. I Why done. is
4: it glizzy though? It's what it's been. It, it started in. I think it started in DC. I think is where the, this like started oh, out. Two o two. I mean, people. So it initially started. It meant it was short for. Glock. That's what I was yeah. worried about. And then it has transitioned to mean the hot dog. Okay. But that's what that's what
2: it's virgin at. When you say glizzy, you mean hot dog.
3: And then finally, it was your play-by-play guy, Byron Anderson, who had to shout out the Tolo. Yeah, we
2: were trying to work in Tolo at some point during this game, and he said, I got this one. Said, oh, okay. Let's go for it. And if you're in this game at one point, is a 15-point game. We're glad you, Tolo, turned it on and left it on that's for us. That's right. Here in this one, we really appreciate that. Nice job, Byron. Very nice. Good job, Byron. Nailed nice. it.
4: Absolutely. Nailed well it. done.
3: All right, so Chappie working in everything. We had the new school Gen Z phrases. We got the local shout-out with the Tolos. Did you do any, though, Stevenville like, cowboy country shout-outs? No,
2: not really. He didn't even bring up the cowboy hat uh, at all. I didn't want to draw attention to it. I drew enough attention to it myself. Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, it was, Uh, you know, we did talk about. Oh, yeah, no, he did one time. Because, you know, when you crowd surf, yeah. They don't call it crowd surfing there. They call it crowd riding. His goal is to stay up there for eight seconds like you're riding a bull. Okay. So you get on somebody's shoulders, you crowd ride. And there's a couple people in there with cowboy hats. Not many. Not as many as I thought there was going to be. And um, Bobby
3: Bell being a tremendous teammate. Yes. Showing up. Getting the Spike Lee courtside treatment. And unfortunately, or maybe fortunately,
4: maybe this did contribute a little bit. To the Tarleton State comeback, you decided to heckle like Spike. Dude, yeah. So, by the way, first off, I want to point out that when Chop says he took a break at halftime, we're walking out. We're walking on the floor, and Chop's coming over, and I was like, all right, Jay and I are waiting up. We're like, we'll wait up for him. And as we're waiting up, a listener, Will, is standing right there, and he's like, oh, my gosh, 105.3 to the fan. Bobby's like, this is so cool. And Choppy walks up. He's like, this is so cool. I love you. And Choppy walks up and goes, him? You love him? That was Chop's response to it. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah, just like totally, I was like, what the hell is this? I was just was Kind of rude. Kind of rude. Yeah, it was It was, it was funny. It, it, was, it,
2: it was, funny. was funnier in my head. It, no, it was. It, <laughs> it sounded funnier <laughs> in my head before I said it. You're prettier in your pictures.
4: It was funny, yeah. It's so, <laughs> I say that too. My wife. Oh, that's right. <laughs>
2: so
4: we were, uh, so we were, we're watching the first half of this game, and I felt the boys needed to pick me up. Like start out 12-6. Grand Canyon couldn't hit the broad side of a barn. They were awful. They couldn't knock down anything. I think they would start at like one of 10 from three. They were just brutal. Uh, and then they started going on their run, and they started turning around to the crowd, and they were just doing the shh, or like uh, number eight who got cup checked there, mm-hmm. more. He was talking all night to people. And so I uh, I, I was talking to uh, Byron's wife, and I said, uh, I told her, I was like, I'm going to, what time do they stop selling beer here? <laughs> and she was like, I think it's like you know midway through the second half or something. I was like, All right, well we're getting close to halftime now, so I'm gonna go get a few. So went and got some uh, special edition like purple Tarleton State beer cans, which I wish I would have saved one of them because they were cool. Those were
2: cool. They uh was it, yeah, I think it was like a Tex, it was called Texan IPA or yeah, something like that. yeah, yeah. I mean
4: it was it was it was good. And so I just I was like, All right, I'm not gonna get lit up here, but I am gonna make sure I I drink a couple real quick and tap into some belligerent attitude. And so we knew Grand Canyon would be coming down to our end of the floor in the second half. So I was going to scream everything I could, even if it was stupid. Like, I mean, a lot of it was just F the Grand Canyon, you know? Like, (laughs) you're just a product of the Colorado River. Like, I mean, that that kind of a thing. He was
3: thinking about, can I say in the commercial break? What? What you were thinking about saying to them? Uh, Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom Ta- Tom Chambers and he was going to throw out some John McCain jokes. Yeah, I was, oh no, like but these, they don't know John oh, no. McCain. Yeah. I was just
4: trying to think, what's thoroughly Arizona? Bobby Trump
3: over <laughs> here. He's a, <laughs> okay. he's a loser. I was like, he's a loser.
2: Who's their sheriff? You should have made their sheriff. Oh, Maricopa County uh, Sheriff oh, uh, Joe Arpaio. Joe Arpaio. Yeah. Pa- ah, <laughs> I should have thrown out some Arpaio.
4: I was yeah. going to say Sheriff some Arpaio. John yeah, yeah, you guys are worse shots than Sheriff Joe. That's <laughs> what I should have thrown <laughs> out. But no, the, uh, where they, they came out and I I was trying all my like, one guy had a hyphenated last name, and I was just like, he was right in front of me. I was just like, their F- best player, <laughs> like, yeah, Grant Foster. I, I, just, I told him, I was like, hey, F you hyphen. <laughs> is this the guy that was no, on video on the sideline? Moore is the one. Number eight, who got cup checked, ran down, and he was all night chirping at the crowd, and he was standing right in front of me, and I just, like, right behind him, I went, busted ass jump shot, oh. and he turned around, and I could not hear him. It was very loud over there. And he's saying something. He's smirking. It's like he enjoys it almost. But he said something to me, and I just going, busted-ass jump shot, busted-ass jump shot. And then he just kept talking. And then, like, it's in the middle of a play, and he's turned around to talk to me. Then the foul's called, and he stops down. He turned around and said something else. Couldn't hear what he said. You can I, clearly I see
3: it. in the video he is interacting
4: with Bobby. Yeah, you can see that. It's now this. I could not believe.
3: Did he struggle after or did he hit like a big shot? Did you get him going? No, did-
4: I was actually like I wanted – I was curious if he hit a big shot, if he was going to come back around because he was all night. If he would do something, he'd come back over to the crowd and talk to him. Yeah. So he didn't. I think I got in his head. This was about a minute 54 left. This was a three-point game. I think me drawing him off sides pushed them over the edge. May have. Because they had
2: like, – <laughs> both teams, they started the game like 0-16 from three. Both teams? Both, both teams combined. Right. <laughs> wow. teams and the first hard. team, the first guy to make a three was Grant Foster. Right in front of the Tarleton bench. He turns around he blows a kiss right to him. I'm like, you can't start uh, 0 for 9 and yeah. blow a kiss. And blow a
4: kiss. Boy, the uh, the referees, though, they did not like the purple poo. They did no. not. The, uh, the little Jabberwocky type. People that are, are running around on the sideline over there, the anonymous, the anonymous Dude, uh, crew. They're lining up for a free throw in the final minute or something like that, and one of them was. They said they were, the, the the old boomer ref came over and whistled and was like, "Stop!" And he's like, "Move!" He's like, "You're too close to the eyesight of the shooter," and like stopped it down, made everybody boo. It was a, it was a great time though, and I was my whole goal in second half was like, I need to support Tarleton State, yeah. I need to support the Texans, and and really. Really drive home my my troll-like behavior and get in the heads of the Grand Canyon. And I did it. Well
3: done, Roberto. Well done. Do you want your San Fran, Kansas City challengers or your play callers? Which one do you want?
4: Ooh, let's do the play callers. All
3: right. You want to go ahead and tease it up in your sultry great radio voice that Peyton loves?
4: Why Mike McCarthy isn't one of the 15 best play callers in the NFL, according to the 3013. Next, in below the belt. Don't make me take off my belt. Don't make me take off my belt. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. We have a new ranking that will tick off all the Mike McCarthy lovers. Mm. Oh, baby. that in just a second. Below the belt. What's the oh, baby from? It was uh, Bonte Hill. Being super depressed after the 49ers lost. We oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, baby. All the overnight dances. Oh, All the overnight dances. San oh, Fran baby. mornings. Oh, baby. Below the Belt is brought to you by Johnson Fitness and Wellness Home Fitness Equipment Stores. Okay, so there is a new ranking out from the 3013. I don't think the 3013 likes Mike McCarthy very much. No. Because remember last year, Mike was,
3: Zimmer used to work for him. It was
4: Ross Tucker's ranking of head coaches on the 3013 where he put McCarthy like 23rd behind Arthur Smith I think like three of the guys I'm prepared today I'm ready to defend Mike i have not liked yeah. I didn't
3: uh, you know I, I I hated his comment about we, we got a championship culture here I'm uh, not necessarily loving some of his tone at the press conferences um, when he's on with us on Fridays that's been cool fantastic radio thank you for that coach uh, but uh not 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 too thrilled not too thrilled with the Cowboys in general right now but I have come armed and prepared defend McCarthy all
4: right let's let us let us see it. now now before we get started uh I just like to get both of you on the record since we're we're, we're gonna dive into what the 33rd team has to say about these two things number one where generally would you rank Mike McCarthy as a play caller across the NFL and two would you rank Mike McCarthy ahead of Kellen Moore um oh, he's been he's been more successful in his career than Kellen Moore so sure Okay, and where would you rank him generally across the league? Oh gosh, I mean, you, this, just throw a number top, whatever. This is a
2: study. This is a deep dive study. Ah, uh, I mean, I I, was, I mean, it's clear, I would think he's easily a top half, just off the top of my head, because they win a lot of games. But I don't know, 10, 12. Okay,
4: like that. Sean ahead of Kellen Moore? That's very tough for me. I'm
3: trying to think about it because yes. I, I do side with you, Bobby, when it comes to the argument last year the first five games. I'm not giving. Mike a ton of credit for admitting that was a mistake. Mm -hmm. I'm not, you know, I agree with it philosophically. I do give him credit for changing back. What was different about Dak Prescott last year? That's what I have to try to figure out an answer when it comes to giving McCarthy credit. Dak finished second in the MVP. Um, When they made the decision to let Dak use his legs more, whoever came up with that, That was a humongous difference maker. Uh, Was Dak just regressing back to his turnover mean, that he was not a, you know, a a big-time turnover guy? Jake Ferguson got involved. Uh, Brandon Cooks eventually got going. I I have a hard time picking between McCarthy and Kellen, to be honest. In terms of play caller throughout the league, I'll just go through the divisions that I'm looking at. He's behind McDaniel, behind Shanahan, uh, behind McVay. Behind Reed, um, you know, I'd probably put him in, you know, off the top of my head, like a 9 to 10 range. Behind the floor, probably.
4: Um, Boy, man, you're smirking. You Well, I mean, you just you nailed basically the top five with, with people that you just named. Let's see where Mike McCarthy falls down. Number one on this list, Kyle Shanahan of the San Francisco 49ers. Four of the top five are all San Francisco people uh, or, or from that Shanahan-McVay tree because it's Kyle Shanahan number one. Sean McVay, number two. You get right in the middle, Andy Reid at number three. Then it's Mike McDaniel at four. Matt LaFleur at five. This is where things might get a little interesting and where Choppy might push back a little bit. Number six, Sean Payton, the Denver Broncos. He has as one of the, the, like, essentially the number one coordinator or number one play caller outside of the cluster that that we all talk about as, like, the geniuses right now. It's right
2: there, Sean Payton at number six. Even though you think they have the same resume? I, I, I don't no, think they have the same resume. I know they have the same resume. <laughs> like Factually, they do have the same resume. Um, I have no but, problem
3: with that, by the way. I, w- I would take Sean Payton's offensive mind over
2: McCarthy's. Well, okay, I'm not, not going to disagree with that, okay? But here's, here's the thing. They both won with an elite Hall of Fame quarterback. Yep. They both underachieved with an elite Hall of Fame quarterback. But only one of them has had remote success with somebody else, well,
3: Sean Payton has had uh, washed Russell Wilson. Uh, Mike McCarthy has had in his prime Dak Prescott. Number one, number two, who
2: uh, many would think is—I mean, there are people in the league now. Uh, we don't think that, but a lot of people think that he is, um, overrated or okay. whatever.
3: Yeah, but no one thinks that Russell is better than Dak over the last two years. Nope, you're right. Um,
2: and the uh, Sean Payton chose and wanted Taysom Hill.
3: Not not a not, I don't think it's a full-time starter answer. He right. It, it was never going to be – he was paying him to be a gadget player. I don't think he was like, you're our next quarterback. Yeah, Correct me if I'm wrong. No, a yeah. weapon. Oh, weapon. Uh, Sean Payton's franchise quarterback never turned on him. Let's make that clear. Aaron Rodgers tried to tell the world that Mike McCarthy was outdated and that you know he was done with him. I would also like to look at the offensive numbers. I'd be willing to bet – that the offensive numbers that Peyton and Breeze put up were definitely no doubt better than McCarthy and Rogers. That's off the top of my head, I guess. I'm sure you're only, right. Only, I, I, I I'm
2: talking about as an offensive mind now. Yeah, you got I would I would probably want to adjust for weather, you know, a dome versus Green Bay. True. Um on the flip side of that, and I'll i assume it's way better. The offensive numbers are way better for this. Peyton did go seven and nine, three straight years with Drew Breeze. Yep. That's like true. That, that's a knock for him.
3: But so. that was an all-time—I mean, franchise worst defense. Terrible. With Rob Ryan, I'm Terrible. talking about offensive mind.
4: So I mean, those
3: defenses were horrific.
4: Yeah, I, I, I mean the offense was pretty consistent. And look, I mean they're they're, they're probably resume wise pretty close. Let's see if they're pretty close in the rankings. Number seven, Kevin O'Connell, Minnesota Vikings. Number eight.
2: How are you gonna put him that high? I'm a fan of Kevin it's O'Connell. A, I right like here. Him. It
4: says, uh, Kevin O'Connell came to the Minnesota Vikings as a Sean McVay disciple. Run the ball, use tight formations, throw on play action. All the tenets. Uh, the Vikings' interior offensive line situation. Never let O'Connell be what he wants to the degree he wants to be. Running the ball and staying ahead of the sticks is hard with a line that can't get movement. Yet O'Connell found ways to make this offense hum. Every player in the passing offense is used to perfection.
2: Well, That's how they describe O'Connell. So running the ball and bringing everybody into the box uh, in a tight formation is a good thing well running the ball
3: I got that's my secret weapon here in a second but last year now cousins hurt no Jefferson they scored 20 points a game that was 22nd in the league they were fifth in passing yards 29th in rushing yards but yeah if you want to raise a stink that Kevin O'Connell's above Mike McCarthy, I would not
2: fight you whatsoever he said, to me he hadn't done enough he hadn't done anything yet I mean how are you going to put him ahead of Zach Taylor? Well, I mean, let, let's let's see if, if he's ahead of Zach,
4: or let's see if Zach Taylor's ahead of McCarthy, if McCarthy's at him. There's plenty of names that we may be running through here. Shane Steichen, Indianapolis Colts at eight. Number nine, Kevin Stefanski slash Ken Dorsey at Cleveland. By the way, Ken Dorsey, who was fired by the Bills in the middle of last season. Wait, wait,
3: so Steichen was, okay, Steichen got named, hell of a job in Indy. Who was after him? Kevin Stefanski
4: and Ken Dorsey
2: in Cleveland. Ken Dorsey? He was just fired. He was just fired because he couldn't make Josh Allen work. Who who came up with this from the thirty third team?
4: Derek Classen. Okay, I don't know. Yeah, well his, I like I like his pickles number number ten.
3: <laughs> pickles reference a pickles brand
4: reference. Number
2: yeah. ten, Ben Johnson, Detroit Lions. Ben Johnson is no lower than Mike McDaniel in a real world. Well, let, let's, let's he is as I mean he is the best. Is he? He's done that a, Ken
3: Dorsey thing is really insulting. That's I think it's I think it's.
4: What? He doesn't I, – I think it's Stefanski is who he's naming, and then Dorsey is, like,
2: coupled with – That's a joke. Dorky, you know Dorky's that's a joke. Name. That's a joke. Johnson's better than LaFleur. He's real, better than Sean We're going to have a real I,
4: football expert coming in here to, to prove us right. I, 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 I've got some more for you. 11, Todd Monken, Baltimore Ravens. 12, Drew Petzing, Arizona Cardinals. Wait, wait, hold the, hold Ma- on, hold on. I've got more. Monken
2: was labeled as the difference maker. He, he was good. But, but one year. One year. Like, that's the thing, man. Like, anybody's defense or offense – can be like really great for one year when the whole league you know, has to I, figure I, out I, how to stop I, it. I don't even
3: know
4: the results. I want to smack the smirk right
2: off your damn face <laughs> yeah. right I just now. can't
3: wait to I, name
4: more of these right, names for you guys. Ahead. This is going to be great. Well, we might not have enough time this segment judging by your Dave face. Canales, Carolina Panthers. Fourteen. Dave Canales. Dave Canales was just hired there, though. Where was, he, was he? Buccaneers. he? Buccaneers. He helped Baker.
2: Okay. Yeah, he or, helped Baker. Great. Bill, Bill are we are we, O'Brien. Are, are no, we, no, right? this, are, we are, are we ranking porn addictions? This
4: this is oh gosh. Wow. This is where you're gonna love this. Fourteen. Arthur Smith, Pittsburgh Steelers.
2: <laughs> I like. I think Arthur Smith's a good coordinator. I think yeah? he's, I think he's a, a, a above average coordinator. Um. He's too high. He's not better than McCarthy.
4: Here's a, here's one that I think is too low. Fifteen. Bobby Slow at Houston, Texas. Oh,
2: that's one. Thanks, Bobby, for giving us One one, one is
3: too low. Bobby... So- oh, Bobby always so- too low.
4: Yeah. Okay. All right. Number 16, Brian Dayball, New York Giants.
2: <laughs> the only thing Brian Dayball has going for him <laughs> is that he, like me, has no neck. He's got... We have no neck together. This we're is trash. I, we're, this we're, we're this the, is that's the top half of the list. This, tra-
3: this 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 list is supposed to be comprised. <laughs> that website is supposed to be comprised of Brian Broadus trusted crusties. Oh, and they are freaking stale. We're this the- is this is embarrassing. Hey, hang
2: on, hang on. Listen <laughs> oh to listen, geezers, listen to the. La- oh, you know the- what.
3: Send Mike Zimmer back. <laughs> I don't want Mike Zimmer as the defensive no. coordinator anymore cuz he wrote for Zimmer, that Zimmer Zimmer left the inspired website. <laughs>
2: Listen to the last that line. Listen to the last line. That is so disrespectful of the Dayball write up at their best. Dayball and Kafka are probably top 10.
4: No, Kafka. They're not, they're not top Mike Kafka. 10. Yeah. Now, 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 we're in the back half of the league now, so we got through the top half. There, was, there was Ben so McAdoo, Number 17, Doug Peterson and Press Taylor in Jacksonville. With
3: the with the guy that we all doubt now is the savior and of the franchise, Trevor
4: Lawrence. Number 18, Mike McCarthy Dang. slash Brian Schottenheimer. Yeah, this, Dallas a, Cowboys. It, it, it wow. really is amazing. And number 19, right behind him, Kellen Moore, Philadelphia
2: It oh. really is amazing. Yes. First line here, it's hard to separate the coach from the quarterback in this scenario. Excuse me. The it's second hard. MVP? The yeah, it's tools. hard to separate. The, you, you separate the coach of the quarterback when you're talking about Sean Payton when you're you're licking every part of his body. Okay, <laughs> Jalen. You, Mill- Jay- you separate everything with Sean Payton.
3: Jalen Mills just walked. in. He's like, "What the hell? Yeah, he's I get like, what have I into? walked into here?'" Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. like, uh, <laughs> "But 18, what a
4: circus! 18, but one spot ahead of Kellen, so he does get he he does finish yeah. ahead of Kellen Moore in these rankings, but he's." Back half of the league. And Listen, I knew as soon as I saw number sixteen and the Giants, y'all were gonna
2: I, I need a meeting. I need a meeting with Mike McCarthy. I am offering my PR services. You need a better PR team. It needs a better branding team. The only yeah, difference replaced Laura Oakman. <laughs> yeah. The only difference between <laughs> Sean Payton and Mike McCarthy is Sean Payton has better PR. That's it. That's it. It's the same thing as what the Cowboys were when they were trying to run, run, run. The only difference between them and the Titans? Was better marketing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's the same thing here with Sean Payton. Man. He is not 12 spots better than Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy always gets, oh, he always, he's a product of the quarterback.
3: I'm fine with where Payton was, man. Some of those other names, that, that's that's bad. That's disgraceful. You you know it is. I knew y'all would love the list. Man, below (laughs) the bell. We should have gone with your other topic. Below the bell on a Friday here on DFW Sports Station. All right, We got a former Philadelphia Eagles Super Bowl champ from the Eagles. New England Patriots and DeSoto's very own Jalen Mills in studio on the Fan Cam and Twitch next on Sean and RJ.